Welcome to the Double Comma Woman. I'm your host, Deandra Coleman, mom, design enthusiast, Dunkin' Donuts coffee addict, once on the brink of homelessness, and now award-winning six-figure business owner and brand strategist living life with champagne taste on a champagne budget. This is where I take you behind the scenes as we unpack the raw, real, and at times unpretty but powerful success stories of women C-suite executives and business owners. As we dive deep into the makings of a million-dollar woman rooted in her million-dollar brand, mindset, and lifestyle, learn how you too can build a profitable business, lucrative career, and a prosperous life, no matter your beginning. So today we're going to be talking about taking the hustle and grind out of your elevation and the exact steps I use to catapult my business and life to success. A lot of people always ask me kind of how, you know, how I've gotten to where I am today in such a short amount of time. Um, Really and truly, I've been focusing full time on my business for I would say probably the past three to four years. It hasn't been years and years of dedicated um, building in order to get where I am. And for a really long time, I was always busy. I felt like I always had to be doing something in my business because I was working a full-time job as well. I'm also a single mom right now. Um, and so life was always busy. You know, I would do what I needed to do during the day and then I would come home and pick my son up and it would be homework and dinner, bath and bed. And then once he was in bed, I would turn to my business and work until midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Um, and I always felt like I had to be doing something right. Like I always felt like if I was sitting down and watching TV, that I was doing something wrong and I would feel guilty because I'd be like, you know, DeAndre, you should be doing something to, you know, move your business forward. I, I never felt like I should take time for myself just to kind of relax and decompress and enjoy life a little bit. Um, so keeping up with that pace of life, I got really burnt out all the time. I was tired all of the time. Um, I didn't really feel like I had much energy to do anything else outside of my home life and work and my son. Um, so my personal life suffered. It, it was just terrible. It was, it was really bad. Um, and I wasn't necessarily happy in life and I wasn't really gaining the full success that I felt like I should have been gaining, even though I was working like a slave day in and day out. Um, and so after I, I, I met my, my boyfriend and I wanted to kind of take some time to really foster that relationship and nurture it. Um, I really wanted to take more time to be with my son. And um, I had reached a level in my career where I was able to work a job and not necessarily need the income from my business in order to to survive. Um, And so what I did in the beginning of this year was actively kind of take a look at what I was doing and where the burnout was coming from. <clears throat> and in addition to that, I was doing a lot more studying of people who are really successful and um, people who kind of were doing the things that I wanted to be doing and how they were living their lives. And so I made an active decision to stop doing everything in my business. 
Um, I had found a new job. Financially, I was secure. I brought a new home. I, I wanted to enjoy that in designing an actual space of my own. I design interiors for other people all the time, but actually being able to design my own home was something that was a little bit foreign to me. So I wanted to be able to enjoy all of these new things that were coming to me. And so taking a step back from my business was the answer for me. And it felt really, really good once I did that. Um, like the grind and the hustle and the feeling guilty and all of that stuff was just gone and over with. And so I finished out all of my personal clients that I was working with. I finished up the designs of their homes and closed out all of those accounts. And I did not actively advertise for any more clients. I didn't want any new clients at the time. Um, so that was the first thing that I did. I kind of closed out old business and let that be that, collected the last of the, the money and the income from that, and then I just would work my nine to five job, so to speak. I would pick up my son from school, we would have our time after school, and I'd go to bed like, I don't know, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and I would not think about anything in my business. Um, I stopped posting on social media. I mean, I've never been a big poster on social media for myself, um, but I kind of just let all of that go, and the pressure of having to do something was completely released. So that was the first thing that I did. The second thing that I did um, kind of went in tandem with that, right? So I talked about getting a job that was able to cover all of my bills. It helped me buy a house, um, but there was no hustle. There was no grind. Uh, when I got off from work, I didn't have to worry about doing anything but enjoying my life and my son and my relationship and whatever else I wanted to do with my friends and family um, thereafter. So that was, that was you know, step 1B, if you will. I, I found a job that was able to carry me financially where I did not feel like I had to hustle and have a side gig for right now in order to make ends meet. Um, the third thing that I did was vow to really take only inspired action. Like I love my business. I love my work. I love developing brands for women. I love designing interiors for people. Like it's what I love to do. So it wasn't that I didn't want to do this work anymore. It was just that I wanted it to come in a different way and I wanted it to feel different on the inside to me. I didn't want it to feel like it was a grind and that it was a job. I wanted it to feel like it was a love and a passion again. And all of the hustle and bustle that I was doing, it got me away from that. So I vowed to take only inspired action. Um, and a lot of you might be saying, okay, well, what does that look like? Like, what is inspired action? And that's really only doing something when spirit says, move on this, like this is what you need to be doing, right? So there's always a little voice in your head, or you get a little feeling in the pit of your stomach that says, this is it, like move and move now. And I think a lot of times we as business owners need to really learn how to listen to that voice inside because a lot of times we second guess it like, is it really saying that? Or, you know, what, what does this really mean? Um, but inspired action is when you're so tuned in to your inner voice that you know when it's telling you to act on something. So step three was really only taking inspired action on the projects that I would take on. 
and moving when the spirit said move. Step four was um, I started kind of enjoying my life. I started watching TV without feeling guilty. I started reading again and dancing. I like to dance in front of my mirror um, in my underwear. It might be too much, but it feels good to me. It brings me joy. It gets my cardio in. Um, it made me feel really, really good. Um, hanging out with my friends and family, going on vacation. Um, these things are what makes me feel good. And I know when I feel good, I'm able to bring good to me. And that is what helps you manifest in life. When you're feeling good about something, you're able to be just open to what life brings you. Um, and it'll definitely bring you more happiness and more of the good. So the more, the, the better you feel, the more good you're able to get in return. So just start enjoying life. Like stop being so uptight about stuff and feeling like you have to be so regimented and you know, if you want to watch TV, then by all means, sit and watch TV. And who cares if you do it for three or four hours straight? Like, if that's what's making you feel good at the moment, then go ahead and do it. You know, if you have the means to take a vacation and to get away from the everyday life, then go ahead and take that vacation and don't feel guilty about, you know, what you're leaving behind or anything like that. Like, you have to start feeling good on a daily basis in order for the success that you want to be able to find its way in. Because if you're feeling negative and bad and upset about things, you're blocking all of the good that is supposed to be coming to you. And once you're able to kind of release that, you'll start seeing how easy it is for things to really flow to you. The next step that I took was really just um, kind of forgetting about what it was that I wanted. And I know that sounds counterintuitive. Like you say you want certain things to happen in life and you try to plan for them. But once you put those things out there and you set the plan in motion, a lot of times you just have to like set it and forget it. Like that old infomercial for whatever that cookware was. Like you just have to put it out there, set the intention and then forget about it and go on living your life, go on feeling good, go on you know, doing the things that you enjoy because that, that anxiety and that worry and if you keep saying, okay, this is what I want, this is what I want, you're, you're building up blocks in order for that to come in. So again, it's about the feeling good. And so that was, that was the other thing that I consciously said, all right, Dee, like you have to feel good on a daily basis and the business that you want and the, the way that you want it with the ease and the flow will start coming to you. Um, and that kind of brings me to what happened next in my career and what kind of catapulted me to the next level. Um, you know, I have always been somebody who wants big things, right? Like even growing up, and I hate this expression, I hate putting it out there, and I'm very conscious not to say this to my son, but like my parents would say to me all the time, you have, you know, champagne taste on a beer budget. Like I've always been that person, right? Um, and largely I would be like, and what's wrong with that? Yeah, I do. And I don't want to settle for less than what I want. And, you know, life happens and sometimes you have to, in order to get ahead, you have to take a few steps back and that's just life in general. 
But for me, I've always been the person who has had lofty, lofty goals and who's wanted a different type of lifestyle than I would say most do. Um, And so I was on vacation, (laughs) feeling good. I was in the Bahamas with my boyfriend and I wasn't thinking about my business. I wasn't thinking about life. All that I was trying to do was get out on that beach and get as much melanin (laughs) development in my skin that I possibly could. Um, You know, we were at the pool and the beach and carnival and all of these great things. And it was fantastic. It was, it was, um, you know, a really great time. I wasn't thinking about anything else. And on my last day in the Bahamas and we're, I'm packing up to leave. I think maybe I was at breakfast that morning and then we had to go back to the hotel room to pack up and, you know, get to the airport and all of that. Um, my last day, very early in the morning, I get an email from a colleague of mine. And all it says was, this sounds like you, thought you might be interested. And I scroll down, and it's this really shady looking paragraph that says something along the lines of casting for an HGTV something or other. And, and then it said, like, email for more information. Right? It was super sketchy. Didn't know like what this was, if it was for real or anything like that. But my spirit said move and I listened. And that's the inspired action that I was talking about. Spirit said, move on this, find out what it is. So I sent an email like, hey, I'm interested in this ad. Not really sure what it is, but you know, would be interested in getting some more information. And like 10 minutes later, I got a reply email and it said, please send something along the lines of a submission video with information on who you are, why you like interior design, send like three to five portfolio pictures and a paragraph about yourself to this email address. And if you have trouble uploading the video, we'll send a link for you to be able to, or I'm sorry, if you have trouble sending the video via email, we'll send a link for you to upload it to. Nothing else, like don't know what this company was, don't know any history about it. And I was just like, huh, okay. You know, and the other thing, let me backtrack a little bit. One of the other things that during this time of doing less that I learned, and I learned this from um, Chanel Cooper Sykes, whom I have followed for like the past 10 years. If you don't follow her and if you don't know who she is, definitely look her up. She is a fantastic woman who has definitely grown in into herself and her business and her life and she just does amazing amazing things and one of the things that I learned from her is that when you get something downloaded into your spirit sit there with it yourself don't go outside like don't talk to your friends don't talk to your family don't talk to your husband don't talk to your wife your boyfriend anybody like that sit there with it in your spirit and see how it feels and you will be able to determine if it's right for you and once you make that decision don't let anybody sway you right so get quiet if you're a little bit on the fence about it like 
just take take a day, take two days, whatever it is that you need to kind of sit with it and figure out if it's right for you. Take that time and then make a decision and then move on that decision. So once I got this email with all of the submission information, I didn't tell my boyfriend about it. I finished packing up my stuff. I was thinking about it. Like, should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? It looks kind of shady. I don't really know. Um, drove to the airport and did not talk to my boyfriend about it until we got stateside. But in the interim, I was drafting my paragraph that I was going to submit. I was on my phone on the airplane going through my portfolio pictures and saying, okay, well, which picture should I submit? And just really figuring out if this felt good to me. And once I had decided that this was what I was going to do, I then brought it up to my boyfriend and I was like, hey, something came across my email this morning. I don't really know what it is, but he's always super supportive. And he was like, go for it. Like, you never know. The worst that could happen is it's a no. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Mind you, the submission deadline was the very next day. And I wasn't getting home from the Bahamas until like 11 o'clock that night. So when I got home that night, put my bag down, I literally did my submission video in my travel clothes. I looked a hot mess. I didn't change anything. Maybe I slapped on a little bit of like lip gloss just to look alive because I was so tired from traveling all day. Um, but I did the submission video and typically I am a perfectionist. Like if I had more time, I probably would have done like three or four takes of the video and tried to edit it and send it in. But I was like, whatever, I'm dead tired right now. I was rambling in the video and I just went ahead and did one and done and submitted it. And I was like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. You know, the worst they could say is no. The worst that could happen is this is some crazy weird scam and you know, nothing comes of it. And I got a reply the next day from the production company and they just told me that everything was received and they would be back in touch should I be chosen. And I literally forgot about it. Like I was like, okay, what's done is done. Time to just let it go and let it go with God. And if it's meant for me to have it, then it'll be, right? And so, I don't know, maybe a week and a half later, I got an email and it was like, hey, you've been chosen for a callback, you know, are you able to make it to lunch on such and such a date? And uh, we'll let you know more about the opportunity. I still had no clue what this was for, um, but I had made it to callback. So I was like, cool, sure, I'll be there. You know, I'll figure it out, no problem. Um, and what I didn't know was that it was down to me and two other women to be chosen for this opportunity. Um, and I went and I went in to the lunch and the other two women were phenomenal. Like they had these careers in interior design. One had like, I don't know, over 100,000 followers on Instagram. The other one was like really bubbly and I am largely an introvert. Like I don't really do well with crowds of people or new people or anything like that. But something inside of me was like, Dee, if you want this, you better turn it on. Like get your ish together and figure it out. Um, and once the HGTV producer Skyped in, who was out in California, something in me completely like took over. I don't, I don't really know what it was, but I was, I was more comfortable. I was talking about things like it just kind of flowed and flowed out of me very easily. Um, and then I left there and I was like, eh, 
I don't, I don't really know, you know, like it, I think it went well, but the other two were really great also. And they were only going to choose two out of the three. Um, and so I, I went and I forgot about it again. I was like, Oh, I did the best that I could on to the next, like back to regular life, you know, back to work and back to my son and back to everything else that I needed to do. And I believe that was on a Wednesday and Friday, that Friday, I'm sitting with one of my really good friends and I happened to check my email and it was like, congratulations, you got it, blah, blah, blah. And then everything else from there is just history and I was super excited. And I say all of that to say, like, I wasn't, I wasn't like gunning for this opportunity by any means. Like there was never anything in me that was like, I want to be on HGTV right now. Like, was it a thought? Like maybe sometime in like, that would be cool to have something on HGTV or, you know, like, yeah, I, I've thought about that, but like, this wasn't a strategic thing that I was working towards at this point in my life by any means. Like it was not on my radar. It was never something that I thought I would be able to do. Um, I was just enjoying my life, taking a break from my business, taking a break from like the hustle and the grind and all of that and enjoying myself. And this opportunity literally seemed to fall from out of the sky. And it was able to do wondrous things for me and open up a whole new world and opportunity that I, you know, have been waiting for. Um, and so this, this is for the person who feels that they have to work all of the time and work super hard and work, you know, until your fingers hurt and you're tired and you can't fall asleep and all of that sort of stuff. Um, like life is not supposed to be like that. When, when something is meant for you, it will just be, it will flow and it will be ease. I'm not saying easy, but there will be ease in it. Yes, you will have to work on the back end. Yes, you will have to put forth your best, best foot. However, when something is meant for you, it is meant for you. And there is nothing that can get in the way other than yourself. And if you are looking to move forward in life, move forward in your business, advance you know, where you are currently, I would encourage you and implore you to take a step back. Just chill. Like um, Denise Duffield Thomas is another uh, person whom I, I really admire. And she is the author of like Get Rich Lucky Bitch. And she's like a money coach. And she has a new book called The Chillpreneur. And good gracious, that, that resonated with me when I saw it so much. Like, yes, that's what I am. I am a chillpreneur. I don't want to have to hustle. I don't want to have to grind. I want what's for me. And I want to, I would rather manifest it and be enjoying my life and letting these things flow to me than be on this daily grind that's, you know, causing me health problems and, you know, I can't sleep and I don't have time for relationships in my life. And, and then what is it all for at the end of the day? Um, so those are the steps that I took and feel free to kind of insert what feels good to you. Like what, what felt right to me may not feel right to you. So work on it and figure it out. But those are the basic steps that I would encourage every entrepreneur to start looking at 
and figuring out how they can simplify their life in order to free up the feelings and free up the space to let those good things flow in. And that is how you will be able to have success not only in life, but your career and business as well. Want to learn how to become a double comma brand? Well, then you want to be a member of the Double Comma Woman Experience, an exclusive emergent 12-month transformative cohort designed to provide community, networking, and to elevate your personal brand to the next level of success. Head over to 60studio.com slash the experience to learn more.